Okay. All right. We officially, we officially have some sort of backup. Um, so everybody just do exactly what you did before. Just do it again. Now recording. There you go. God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Game Quest. And finally, we're coming with a good attitude. We got good attitudes today, uh, guys, right? Yeah. I have a slightly less bad attitude. I have a slightly better attitude than I have in previous every previous recording that I have been on. Is that true? Yes. In that aspect. Okay. Well, I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Time. Flat circle and shit. Yep. Has this podcast had a pre-Trump era before? I mean, I honestly don't remember how long we've been recording. Uh, I mean, it, this podcast or the many iterations? Our of grandfather. It, uh, grandfather. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking all the way back to armchair generals. Like, OG, if you know, you know. Lyle and I started recording this in like 2014. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look how far Has we've been. Has it been come. that long already? It's been. I lived in Kingman when we started doing this show. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have everybody, well, everybody, whenever we'd have somebody else on, we'd huddle around a fucking snowball snowball in a closet. <laughs> yeah, that was professional as hell. <laughs> Speaking of professional, uh, I don't know, because the one time Trace and I recorded when you guys were the Game & Watch cast, you didn't let me shit at your house. I had to drive home in the middle of the podcast to take a dump. What? You told me, oh, yeah, man, sorry, my bathroom's broken. So, and I lived right down the street. So I just drove home. You paused the recording. <laughs> Wait, my house? Trace's house. Yeah. No. Yeah, this was, this was for when you guys were recording the Game & Watch cast, and Trace and I came on for an episode years yeah. ago. Well, years ago, obviously, but... Yeah, I don't know, my bathroom must have been broken because I don't see why I was. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. That shit. Yeah, I bet. I don't give a fuck. No, nah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't let me shit in my bathroom either. <laughs> maybe oh maybe it was the other resident of the house at the time who's like, "Nope, <laughs> that ain't happening. Get the fuck out of here." Uh, Tracy, so this has become about- the previous podcast, podcast, uh, podcast. Yes, yeah, our previous podcasts. That's yeah. the prequel podcast to the podcast podcast. podcast. Yes. Okay, Look, we got to is... call back. It's, it's, uh, what do they call it when you're interlinking your own a retrospective? Yeah, that stuff. Uh, no, let's talk about new. Wait. Did anyone say welcome to Game Quest? Other than welcome me, to Game Quest. Just there. Welcome you to Game Quest. Hello, you can't, you can't uh, start without the Game Quest. Yeah. Especially the NPR version. Guys, it's been. <laughs> It's been a little while since we didn't draft games and actually talked about shit. Yeah, it has. So, so we might as well just hop into it, right? Right, that's the answer cannonball. I like to hear. What? I said cannonball. Oh. You said we might as well jump into it. I thought you said chain and ball. Like a chain shot. <laughs> yeah, I got my old chain and ball over here. here. Here's some news from today. Uh, Resident Love Evil. Love that phrase. Resident Evil stuff. Uh, they had got a sneak peek. We got more than a sneak peek, actually. Uh, so they came out. They did a they did a thing. It showed some gameplay of Resident Evil Village. It had the no uh, combat though. No combat. Uh, did show inventory is the word I was looking for. Um, and it works a lot like Resident Evil Four. It looks like where you have like a case that you're you know Tetrising pieces into, which I really like. That's that's a real big reason to uh, real. It's an, added, it's an added element to like the Resident <laughs> Evil kind of like puzzle formula that I really like. Um, they also they didn't show anything about it, but there's Resident Evil Verse or Reverse or some multiplayer thing. Reverse right? Resident Evil, yeah, it's a multiplayer thing, and you know. It's free with Resident Evil Village, so that's um, that's a, a positive. Uh, let's go over the negatives real quick. They haven't made a good multiplayer Resident Evil game since like <laughs> PS2. And so, well, what was four? Is Mercenaries or whatever? Uh, okay, or was that five? Sure. Yeah, f- uh, four had Mercenaries. I don't think it was multiplayer. Five definitely had. 
I played okay. the co-op campaign in five. Yes, five was not. I don't know what to say about it. The redeemable element it. of five was that you could play it in co-op. Yes. Um, was Outbreak PS2 Resident Evil Outbreak was, and you know PS2 <laughs> you had to get that adapter to just to fucking plug an Ethernet cable into it and. That was, you know, I did not get the opportunity to experience that, but it seemed cool at the time. But the last, the last one they put out with Resident Evil Three, just not, not what you want. And the one before that, which was just like a fucking team deathmatch, third-person shooter thing, that was, it was so awful. I don't even remember the name of it. So I'm hopeful. For Sounds this. forgettable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> free with purchase of game sounds like a great way to do that. Um, yeah, totally. They also announced a Resident Evil crossover for Division 2, so I might have a reason to actually boot that back up again, just to get some shit and then turn it off forever. Some details on the animated film Resident Evil Infinite Darkness coming to Netflix. And I didn't see any. You got a little bit of uh, something on the, the Division as well. Some speculation, right, with the uh, announcement of that that one big franchise getting an open world game. Yeah, let's just cut into this news and talk about other news, why don't you? <laughs> cool. God. No, go ahead. Go. No, we'll get to it. No, go. Okay, we'll get to it. Uh, last thing about Keep this. Keep listening. They put out a demo, a Resident Evil Village quote-unquote demo. Um, it's called Maiden, and it's on the PlayStation 5, if you have one of those. How was it, Matt? Yeah, Matt. How'd you emphasize that? <laughs> I say the PlayStation 5. Yeah, the PlayStation. <laughs> um, I have one of those. I played that thing. It's a lot like the opening hours demo of Resident Evil 7, where it's not actually like, hey, here's a slice of the game. This is like, here's the engine. Here's the visuals. Here's what we're trying to do. Here's a separate story. Um, I think it was like That's cool. 15 minutes long. It wasn't anything crazy. There was like a puzzle. And, you know, modern Resident Evil puzzles is like, all right, find the thing that obviously goes in here. And I found it and I put it in there. Um, it was real good at like creepy atmosphere. I can tell you that much. Uh, looks really fucking good. I just can't get over how much I love first person Resident Evil games. Um, yeah. And then the, the creepy tall vampire lady shows up at the end because she's everyone's favorite thing now. Seven foot tall fucking hot vampire lady. Grabs you yeah, I need to find the thing. What some YouTube comment said. <laughs> Silent funny. Hill fans, man, I just want another decent game. Resident Evil fans, oh, big tall mommy milker trucks. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means, but that was in all caps. Oh, uh, uh, yep, that's about right. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool, though. I enjoyed my time with that. Um, and that's pretty much what Resident Evil has. I'm really excited for that game. I, I can't. Yeah, that, this one myself. interests me like ten times more than seven ever did. Oh, I can't so wait until the body pillows good. go on sale. I loved watching yeah. seven. I loved watching the playthrough of Resident Evil oh, Seven. Seven was real good. I think this is a good excuse for me to go back through and actually play the uh, Seven's DLC. But yeah, especially for the time, that game was a, a revelation. Um, in other news that Trace alluded to. Um, Obviously, what he was mentioning is we're getting an Indiana Jones game. Yep. From uh, Wolfenstein developer Machine Games. Because, um, you know, they're good at letting you kill Nazis. So, might as well. Name the dog Indiana. Nazis. I don't need to play a game to fucking be at war with Nazis, okay? I mean, it's true, but now you can do both. <laughs> I mean, you could do both before because the Wolfenstein games were out there and actually pretty fucking good. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're going to do an Indiana Jones thing. We don't know what the fuck that um, means, what it's going to look like. Um, I'm wondering if this is them trying to make like an Uncharted style thing since A, Microsoft owns them now. B, doesn't seem like Nathan Drake and Laura Croft are going to be out there anymore, uh, at least not for the time being. I'd wrap my ass off if it's a fucking science scrolling like, <laughs> hyper realistic like Tomb Raider, you know, Indy's gonna 
end up in some temple in a in a booby trap and just like snap his fucking legs off or get flattened by the boulder and you just see like you know his flattened skull as the boulder rolls away uh, on your kill screen and stuff like yeah. that yeah and then sean connery walks out and he's like oh that's fucked up <laughs> you chose holy uh, but no, the actual thing Trace was referencing is along with this announcement, um, we got some information that Star Wars games are free of the clutches of Electronic Arts, and one of the first people to do anything with it is going to be Ubisoft Massive, makers of The Division, and they're going to make an open-world Star Wars game. Um, I assume it's going to be a lot like The Division. That's Probably. Doesn't take a lot of steps to get to that point, you know? <laughs> not certain how i feel about that but i think that is a good starting point i mean there's a there are reasons that that would not be shit um right whether i really want star wars to be shoehorned into the specific ubisoft open world formula that fits into all of their games <laughs> i don't know um depend, <laughs> depends depends on how big they go you know like if they do a really not like big like large but like scale wise lots of different species and maybe even different planets and all this other shit um let's set it like in prequel trilogy time that way you have all the customization options of the older ones as well mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know that could be cool chasing star wars loot sounds like a lot of fun when I really, really think about it, it's like a bag full of thousands of kyber crystals is essentially what your end game inventory ends up being because yeah. you got to switch them out for stats and stuff. Exactly. So yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna play it anyway, but oh yeah, I'm just happy. And it's weird that the I think, EA is done. It's, yeah, it's weird that I think that because, and I was talking to Matt about it a little bit. EA put out what was it four games, Matt? Four, uh -huh. four Star Wars games total. Um, it was the first Battlefront, which, you know, fine. It was the return of Battlefront. It looked fucking great. It was basically just Star Wars Battlefield, and I didn't hate that. Um, they fucking completely redeemed themselves with Battlefront 2 in the end. Um, uh -huh. It just made what is it's essentially a fucking great-ass game when it was all said and done. Uh it, yeah, it is good now. I've, I've still never played it, but it's it's free on some something, right? It's free on Epic Game Pass, or I mean, it, it's free. Well, it's on Epic, uh, it Origin Premiere. Be, oh, yeah, no. well, Origin Origin Premiere, of course. Um, which actually they're rolling into Game Pass at some point. Um, they still still haven't pulled that trigger, apparently. But uh, what the fuck else was I going to say? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. This is a good ass game. Good game. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, squadrons, like pretty basic, you know, budget friendly, fifty dollar, forty dollar game, whatever it was, um, but a lot of fun. Like they didn't completely fuck it up. So I would say overall, the three EA games that actually came out were good. Now the missed opportunities are what they are, but let's let's let some other people take a crack at it. Let's let's let somebody license it out, make a new Kotor. Let's you know, let's let's do something with it. Don't tease me. I was gonna say, don't say the first-person shooters. <laughs> unbuttoning their pants and shit. Hey, you can play it in first-person or third-person, Matt. So technically, they're all third. Well, squad wait. Does this mean we're finally gonna get yeah. releases of all of those canceled Star Wars games over the years? We're finally gonna see like Maul and uh, what was the other no. one? Thirteen, thirteen. Is that is keep, that keep one? Dreaming. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. What about 1312 is there a game for that <laughs> not yet <laughs> um another news real quick a rumor is flying around that you you play plus is going to join xbox game pass ultimate because why not let's just throw it all under one fucking roof yeah that'll make yeah, it easier on my it. wallet eliminate these fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm fine if these streaming services start partnering with each other like, i don't even care if the it. xbox thing is more expensive it means i don't have three different fucking things that i forget to cancel i just yeah have one. exactly yeah. that's makes up for the price increase they just had and it wasn't bad was it well i think it's I 15 know. a month now instead of five. Oh, i've that's paid for 15 though. for like yeah. yeah yeah i well no i think the regular went up to 10 
if you don't do the ultimate which oh. why, why would you not mm. um yeah i do remember them upping the price a little bit because it quote-unquote came out of beta oh. i'm resubbing next week when the medium comes out yep that's a good oh, is it gonna be on that yes it is yep I cool. put it on my phone calendar so I wouldn't forget. I'm actually going to play that one. They also just... I will play it for the 20 minutes until I shit my pants, then I'll never touch it again. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also just today put out Control on PC for Game Pass, which is great. Oh, cool. I actually I haven't nice. played that either. So And um, Outer Wilds is streamable, so not on PC just yet, but that game's real good. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, here's a fun story in, in the middle of our fun stories. Um, did y'all see that thing about when Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo? No. Yeah. No. So, so, um, what was it? Uh, Kevin Backus, I think, uh, was told by Steve Ballmer to go talk to Nintendo about getting bought. I, th- I think I have those names right. Um, and I'm just going to read you the quote. Um, they just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see why anybody would think they can buy it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, like, I th- I it's think not going to happen. They don't say when, but I think this might have been around the time of like maybe the Wii U or something. Um, oh. A low point at Nintendo, quote unquote. But yeah, there, there's, <laughs> there is a dollar amount where that would happen, but I doubt that anyone is, is going, to, <laughs> going to have it, you know? Yeah. Fucking Jeff Bezos, maybe. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, hot on the heels of our draft, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed to 2022. One down <laughs> for me. <laughs> and yeah, that was quick. <laughs> Someone had to be first. I'm just glad it's not me. It's true. Well, <laughs> technically, you know, we could have gotten lucky and nobody was first, but. It was yeah. technically you first when you drafted Psychonauts 2 again. Yes. Nah, fuck you, dude. That game's coming out, and it's going to get 100. <laughs> Everyone's going to be crying. Gonna... John Travolta is coming out before that fucking game. It's going to come out, and it's going to be like negative points somehow. <laughs> it's got a negative 20. I don't really understand how that works. And to find out the, the fig investment's actually been like a Ponzi scheme this whole time, and the game's not actually been in development, uh, and guys, Tim Schafer just runs away with all of our money. My bank account is missing an extra $200. I don't know what's going on. It just says, ha, ha, ha fuck it's you on the statement. Jim Baker that you're giving money to. <laughs> be a nice end to that story. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be out next year, Hopefully. Um, speaking of other things that are probably coming out next year, um, man, Dang- that's crazy to, sorry, that's just fucking crazy to like in January be like, nope, not this year. Nope. We know we announced it a few months ago and said 2020, 2021, but, uh, nah. Yeah. We technically have 12 months to get this out, but it ain't happening. Yeah. Hey, at least they're, uh, well, I'm gl- you know, hey, one, yeah. I just want to. I'm glad we have this verbiage now, but at least they're not going to cyberpunk it. You know, they're not just going to yeah. put it out way before it's. Uh, like, I mean, they still could. We're really good. not going to know until it launches. Let's not forget, <laughs> I, that's Cyberpunk true. Was delayed by a year right before it came. We're not right. Before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how their execs handle this, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, Dying Light 2's art, art director. Uh, Powell Selinger, who's been with the company for 22 years, Techland Studios, that is, um, has left the company. Um, I don't know if that actually ends up meaning anything for Dying Light 2, but... Well, um, maybe it means it's going to come out soon, because I've been waiting for that for how fucking long. <laughs> He's like, hey, the art's done, I'm out of here. Uh, he make yeah, you don't need any more art. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I have a feeling the last, game that, the last thing that game needs is more art, um, mm-hmm. since it's probably just going to be mostly the Dying Light 1 art, but I... They, they did a lot of really fucking cool things in that first game. So, um, I mean, good for him. He's moving on to something different. Uh, I'm sure being in the same place for 22 years is retirement. Probably can, can be a little, a little grading. Yeah. I mean, he could retire. I think he said he's, um, mm-hmm-hmm. yeah, no, he didn't actually say anything, but, um, yeah, maybe he's just retiring. Maybe he's just done that. That studio has had a couple of successful games and maybe he's been compensated fairly for that, for his work and, uh, was able to step away. Must be nice. Uh, speaking of stepping away, or not, rather, um, Valve CEO Gabe Newell has confirmed that they're making several new games. Wow. I mean, what yeah, a, what an they always game. are. <laughs> well, Half-Life I mean, 3 win? 
you say that, but and well, I guess Half Life Alex, but up until that yeah. fucking card game, it was like, are they just they're just not going to make anything ever again, right? They're just going to do VR yeah, headsets they're like and Steam, and then they're done. Like that's it. They they make so much money that they just tell people, yeah, go join whatever fucking project you think sounds interesting, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> like <I guess laughs> talk so. about fucking chill workplace. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much money coming in from Steam. They're like. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if it comes out, it comes out, but just spend the next eight weeks just working on something. Yeah. <laughs> Go fucking brainstorm, see what happens. Yeah. What about this one, Gabe? Half-Life 3? Nah, I don't think, no. <laughs> uh, Portal 3? Not no. enough pull, I don't no. think. Left 4 Dead 3? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Stayed in front of the mirror three times and maybe it'll appear. Uh, yeah, it's it's good to know that they're working on stuff. You know, I don't expect anything to show up for the next ten or twenty years. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And one of the weirdest news stories I read this week: um, Opera, the internet browser company which uh, makes Opera GX, which I actually like quite a bit. Uh, they have purchased the game development tool Game Maker from YoYo Games, or they've purchased YoYo Games. I'm not sure which one of the two. Um, weird it's a weird yeah. thing is it yeah, like you don't think so i don't know like a, like a web google browser. owns some shit like well, yeah, but like fucking, google is not just a web browser company you know <laughs> <laughs> calling well yeah calling google a web browser company is like saying elon musk oh, maybe like, opera came man. into some fucking a windfall or something I mean, I, I don't know. They they must have. Um, I mean, it's it's cool because it shows. Like, I like Game Maker a lot. Um, I've pretty much been using it off and on since it came out, and it's really fucking cool. And I don't I don't know if that means they're gonna try to make some new form of like Flash type thing or what. But well. Uh, oh, uh, new Flash. I was like, Flash is dead. Yeah, long <laughs> with Flash. I mean, it's HTML5 and all that other stuff. You know, yeah, there probably isn't a need for any of that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of wondering why this kind of happened. And maybe there's some other, maybe there's some other information out there. Maybe Opera because I mean, they did put out that browser that has like gaming focused features. Uh, maybe they're just trying to get into that stuff. I mean, then that would also make plenty of sense. I'm sure. Um, if you got money, you might as well start branching out. If that's something you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of sales, MGM, the movie studio, is exploring a sale of itself. Um, its stuff. James Bond included. Sell itself to itself. Yeah, it's it's apparently going through some rough times or something. I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, they're looking to sell off their properties and we're just one step closer to the three company movie industry with uh <laughs> let's see it's it's disney it's who the warner is all the hbo stuff right yeah and is there is there even a third bloom house that's got to be the other one right i don't mg yeah legendary yeah. legendary's got to be under something right is it I don't think so because they're the ones that's actually doing Kong. Parent, um, parent company Wanda Group. Oh, what the mm. fuck is that? It's a Chinese company. I don't know. <laughs> Minority shareholder of AMC Theater. Interesting. Um, yeah, maybe a third one will emerge. I don't know, but I can definitely see um, easily, easily that Warner and Disney are the only two people who could possibly buy the MGM properties. Unless they're gonna like divvy them up, divvy them up, yeah. Because I mean, you know, they've, yeah. they've got James Bond, they've got um, the Hobbit portion of all that stuff. Um, fucking Rocky, let's get a Rocky thing going. I don't know, something's something's gonna happen with something here. <clears throat> I don't know. It sounds to me like their movies are becoming less relevant. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know. And James Bond just got pushed back again. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so. James Bond. Uh, what else oh, did you name that was? That hot MGM Grand property, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, all right, here here's a fun game we'll play just real fucking quick. Um, can anyone tell me the last MGM movie that came out? Oh no, 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 I, mean, I could I mean, not. Let's let's go ahead and say like big theater release um, because it's the Adams Family. Um, <laughs> the animated one. Yep, that just came out. So hmm. I don't know that they're. Creed I don't know. Two. I guess the property is worth value, but they haven't made it more valuable. <laughs> a star is born. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that they, you know, as far as the stuff that they have, it's definitely James Bond and everything else. Um, and James Bond, I don't know. James Bond is like, I don't think James there's Bond's young people watching die. James Bond, but James okay. is never going to don't, don't, don't you talk shit about no James time Bond. to die for James Bond. Uh, <laughs> got him. The um, next one is James Bond. He can't Dead die Man. if they never release a final movie. Exactly. So <laughs> if they never release the final Daniel Craig movie, does he stay yeah. Bond? <laughs> he is immortal. <laughs> it should also be noted that they have the rights to legally blonde legally blonde three, which is coming out next oh, year. Oh shit. Um a Sesame Street musical. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. They're all over the place. They're More eclectic. Power to them. Let's let's let them sell. <laughs> Uh, but that's our news, unless anyone has anything. Uh, Trace, how's Conor McGregor look? I hear about um, it all the time. Yeah, Conor is... Like uh, a twat. Got him. Is he fighting this week? <laughs> yeah, he's fighting on uh, Saturday. He fights Dustin Poirier. Mm. I th- I don't know. Does he have the again? Did he? No, I don't believe uh, so. Was. Yeah, Conor. Yeah. What up? I know you're a listener. <laughs> <laughs> Send us some proper. No, is it news no, that Dana White said he's going to come and clap anyone's cheeks who illegally streams uh, UFC fights? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that was that news. Yeah, we got. He got. Yeah. Uh, we got a surprise for you, motherfuckers, or something like that. Was his tw- uh, was his quote because he's a jackass and he has no idea how to like reasonably interact with media outlets. Weird. You told me the head yeah. of the UFC doesn't have he's not a very level-headed person yeah you mean the guy who made fight island you mean the guy who will argue with twitter followers because they make fun of him for having such a red face you mean the guy who sued john oliver for the name fight island (laughs) i did not i didn't know he he sued john oliver over it (laughs) i think that's what i I don't know there's when uh when that that announcement happened there was a fighters there was a John Oliver episode where he made like a bunch of dumb names for the island, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a there was a whole thing. There's you don't need to get into it. Conor everybody McGregor. ought to everybody ought to pirate uh, any UFC event until the fighters' pay is increased because they are severely underpaid for uh, permanently damaging their brains. So that real, is my. Uh, like a, I'm like kind a of on the cycle. team that uh, no amount of money is an, enough amount of money to get permanent brain damage, but I guess if yeah, they're, they're doing do it, it to themselves. I well, mean, and we've had this discussion about you're football. not a fighter, Jacob. That's <laughs> that's why you're over six feet tall. Yeah, that's why. I mean, to be honest, um, it's kind of amazing. Connor will that probably anyone... win that fight. I think. Oh, sure, if sure. I would love to see Dustin win, how this is always the what I say when Connor goes in is Connor's probably going to win. However. Dustin can do it, and I would fucking love to see Dustin do it because Dustin has been in some really fucking brutal fights. So he's beat. I'm pretty sure just, uh, Dustin beat Justin Gaethje, who barely, not barely, was nearly unstoppable until he fought Habib and got shut down. Mm, unstoppable until he wasn't. <laughs> That's the name of that yeah. documentary. <clears throat> That's Connor's documentary. No, nothing uh, nothing on on UFC. Well, uh, what else? What else happened over the uh, last couple of weeks? Uh, Well, Attack on Titan has just continually gotten juicier and juicier like a sweet suckling pig sitting in a nice, sweet and salty brine overnight. Okay. (laughs) What was I talking about? What was I saying? I just just blacked out. I just porked out. <laughs> he lost himself in the meat talk. <laughs> I can see the meat sweats from here. Uh, um, 
Oh fuck! I actually did forget what I was talking about. Now that I was laughing about talking, talking about Attack on Titan, you fucking goof. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, I really did get distracted trying to think of uh, how to describe a marinating pig. Um, Attack on Titan's fucking dope, Matt. I think it ends in April, so you have a while. Are, are they doing a, a half months. season like they normally do, or are they doing the full thing? I am not positive. I'm not sure if we're going to have a, a break at some point if, between then and now, and that'll it'll end there, or if that will signal a break. Because if there's be, a break, uh, I'm going to watch everything up to the break. But if that happens, that's what I'm waiting for. Well, we should know soon, because if there's going to be a break and it ends in April, then... We should know soon because they've been in it a few weeks or a couple months now, I think. And then, uh, man, World of Warcraft is getting real fucking fun. We're starting to Jacob caught up with us on gear. And yeah, stuff. I hate uh, to say it, man. Wow's well, kind of fun. I kind of yeah, like well, playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Wow's well, pretty I'm fucking the last fun. one. I'm the last we have, uh, of sanity <clears throat> this podcast. Nah, Matt's yeah. not playing. No, on. Jordan, I, I got out of that oh, pretty quick. you'll get back. Yeah, I know how you work. You'll get I back really, into it. really doubt it. It's, <laughs> it's always Final Fantasy. It's always wow. I know how it goes. No, I, we, uh, uh, we have I, like a full group. Kendra switched to tank and fucking totally likes playing it and is really killing it at it and uh is like she's also kind of bummed out that she didn't do it sooner because she would really get stressed out dpsing trying to like keep track of shit and now she doesn't really have to like compete on damage she just like gets to help keep herself alive with the healer Mm. and worry about like what the boss is doing so yeah that's sweet and uh, it's really nice that we have we have like a full five five person team that people switch roles and shit. So we pretty much always have a, a way to switch somebody in on a new character if they need. That's cool. That does sound so like whenever a, you're ready. A, a nice advantage. Um, <laughs> your, your team's already full, so um, can't. Uh, the, the ship has sailed. Let's say really easy to carry mythic zeros if one of us drops out mm. and brings you in. Oh yes, Mythic Zero. I've been waiting for that. Why didn't you say? I'm waiting for a Mythic Zero. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. I was just like, man, if if Mythic Zero ever happens, oof. Man, I'm there. Uh, Mythic Two well, you know, was fine, but Mythic Zero, I know, is going to be much better. It is much easier than Mythic Two. Actually, not really. It's like eight percent different. Oh, I didn't say easier. Never mind. Better. You don't fuck. Oh, I don't. I'm glad you um, statistically, uh, I believe that a plus two key has a six percent increased uh, difficulty. <laughs> We're moving on. Wow, he Who's has next? been playing. Wow, holy shit! <laughs> He's in it. Who's next? I want to finish this episode so I can go fucking play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, I haven't really been doing shit, man. I, I'm playing playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Uh, uh, Overwatch, piece of shit. Yeah, I've been playing Overwatch. It's just a... F- I don't know why it's the perfect, like, just time waster game. I can jump into Mr. Heroes and just kind of zone out for a few hours. You uh, know you can do quests for a few hours. I mean, I can, but... It's... it's but. <laughs> World of Warcraft requires, like, 5% more brain capacity than Overwatch does. It does. Overwatch, I can like cross my eyes and look past the TV and still play and be fine. And World of Warcraft, I, I kind of have to focus on like what targets I'm I'm attacking and stuff. Uh, I did watch King of Staten Island that came out on HBO Max. It was super yeah, good. Okay. I was, um, I was nervous about that. That's but I still haven't seen it. How was my boy Petey in that? It was. It was. If I mean. He he plays himself. the The movie is essentially, you know, a a love story to Pete's dad, who was a nine eleven firefighter who uh, passed away in nine eleven. Uh, Shit. I guess not really a love letter, but you know, just kind of his his dealing with that. Uh, okay. So it's like, it's like uh, Bill Burr's fucking hilarious. Players. 
What'd you say? So, so it's like semi-biographical in a way. Yeah, yeah, kind of Honey Boy e, like loosely based. Uh, although probably not as close as Honey Boy, since you know Shia LaBeouf was a fucking clown in that. But uh, he's, that was he's really good, really heartfelt. I mean, Pete's he's struggling with m- mental illness and you know kind of being a burnout and not really knowing where he belongs in the world and kind of his journey through that and. Uh, highly recommend. I mean, it's a, it's a Judd Apatow movie, right? So like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Mod plays Pete's plays Pete's sister, which is super weird because she's like a college age person now, and not the child in Knocked Up who's like talking about eggs falling out of her oh, butt. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, Mod Apatow. <laughs> Uh, that is kind of funny yeah that'd be a weird thing to see eggs falling out of someone's butt that would be a weird thing yeah, to see that too. To say the very <laughs> that too. Uh, see, that's how babies are born the stork comes egg. and it lays an egg in your head and then your butt falls out and then you have a baby oh your whole butt falls out when the egg yeah. goes in your head yeah yeah like you just try to scoop uh, way too much weight seen knocked up huh <laughs> knocked up <is> great. <laughs> I'll watch that. No, I haven't seen Knocked Up. I'll see that. Uh, anything else? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Matt. Nah. We've been watching Warehouse 13 on Amazon, but no one uh, you know, wants to hear about a 10-year-old sci-fi show. No, no we do not. Thank you for reading the room. Yeah, thanks. Good read. Good read, buddy. Good read, man. I haven't said this week yeah, that The Expanse is the tonight. best show on TV and you should be watching that. So uh, You just you know, did, actually. So you hadn't, cool. and then you went ahead and did. You soiled yeah. it. <laughs> soiled it! Speaking of soiled, Matt, how you doing? Oh, just peachy. Uh, yeah, you and me both. <laughs> you a soiled peach? Yeah, yeah, let me tell you. What'd you get uh, to? I haven't done shit. Um, I played a lot what of Skyrim. Been playing what? I was about to say, what ten-year-old game have you been sinking hours <laughs> yeah. into? He's been because playing fucking only- Elder Scrolls. I've been seeing him play Skyrim for the last like two weeks. <laughs> for like three weeks, yeah. We lost uh, that. That's why he's talking like he's like saying he's not going to get on WoW because he's in the fucking. No, like, he's in the throes of Bethesda. He's in he, balls deep. We should Bethesda. be playing Destiny, actually. I, uh, we, I logged back into that today once I saw that um, the catalyst for Hawkmoon was there. But yeah, that is actually. I did the math the other day, and I needed season. to get like two two levels a day until the season ends to get all the ornaments. Uh, and then I I didn't play anymore, so now I need to get probably like five levels a day. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make that, but uh, yeah, it's <laughs> two weeks. End so I can get them. <laughs> oh my god yeah if you stop playing fucking overwatch yeah probably and destiny takes no brain power unless you're doing something crazy <laughs> i like how we all have like a bad game that we just sink, or not a bad game but like an old outdated game that we sink way too much time into like yeah it's wow for all of us together it's league of legends uh yo we have not for jacob oh I- it's been well, too long all right. Soon. Wait, so what are you saying? What is, what's, what's going on? Oh, I was just saying. I want to play. Let's play league. Let's play league. Let's end it's this like, podcast oh. right now and play league. Take your war. Get the fuck out. No, I don't want to do that. I got shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I got some no. fun stuff to talk about. All right, here we go. Here, here I'm gonna throw this down. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some shit. Um, all right. Let's talk about what I watched first. Uh, there's a new Nick Cage show on Netflix. Y'all see that? Oh, I, I did see the first episode of it, yeah. Uh, the history, history of, of swear words. words, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Um, it, it was a lot better than I expected it to be, yeah. actually. And uh, they also, there's also, like, just the right amount of Nick Cage being Nick Cage, where he's just making fun of himself and yeah, doing, like, hammy acting sometimes. And it's, it's actually really good. I recommend it. Um, another one I watched was Teenage Bounty Hunters. Which uh, apparently got canceled, so I will never see the end of it. But that's also on Netflix. Um, 
it's, it's just about these like two teenage girls who go to like a Christian school and they accidentally become bounty hunters and it's got a lot of like humor and heart to it. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I'd recommend it. Um, it's like eight or nine episodes total, something like that. And yeah, I, th I think it, the second season got like pushed back because of COVID and then I think they just canceled it outright. Um, so sad to see that I want to watch a movie about child spies infiltrating the Catholic church and slitting a bunch of throats. All right. I mean, we can we can make that if you want. Cool. You got any, you got any children can who can be actors? Yeah. No, I, I want to play a 10-year-old. All right. Well, we, we're going to have to up our CG budget. Um, other thing I watched I'll was shave. Scare Me. <laughs> Jacob, have you seen Scare Me on Shudder? Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick just to see. It's, how do you spell scare? Just, just uh, yeah. I, well... <laughs> Where they're uh, they're trapped I, in the cabin and they're telling each other stories. Yeah, I was really high when I started it and fell asleep in the middle, and then woke up literally in the last like ten minutes when shit started getting like going down. So I saw the very end of that movie and probably like the first four forty five minutes. Mm. Well, it was good though. I liked it. It's. I bet you woke up extremely confused, especially since you were high. Um, here's here's the story. This guy goes. He's a like a. I wouldn't call him a writer. He wants to be a writer and he rents this cabin. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna go up there and write. I'm gonna do the fucking Stephen King thing. I'm just going to isolate myself. And then he runs into this girl who wrote this incredibly popular horror book. And like, people are considering it like the best horror book ever written. And he's like, Oh, this is so fucking cool. I'm a writer too. And she's like, yeah, sure. Whatever, dude. See you later. Um, so he goes back to his cabin and he starts writing and the power goes out. And so, she is in a cabin like just over the way or whatever and her power's out too and she fucking goes over there and in, like you know horror comedy fashion it's like a fake jump jump scare sort of thing but then it kicks off where essentially throughout the entire night they're just telling each other scary stories and you know when, when you say something like that you kind of envision it being like oh it's a bunch of you know family guy style like flashbacks or cutaways to like stories or whatever but no, it's just them telling the story, acting it out, and then, you know, the movie has put, like, Foley and, and just sound effects and music and stuff over top of it. And it's, like, super fucking charming. It's really fucking funny. They, at one point, order a pizza, and uh, the pizza delivery dude shows up, like, towards the end, and it's real fucking good. Not scary at all, but hilarious. I recommend, if, if you've got the shutter, to watch that shit. Um, definitely one of the most fun things I've watched in a long ass time. Um, then the other two things I, easy things I played as Trace is enjoying his fucking sweet tarts over there. Um, Tesla Force, which is the sequel to, uh, Tesla versus Lovecraft, I believe. Um, it's like one of those. Oh, that like Marvel versus Capcom fighting game? No, not at all. That. Mm -mm. Oh. No, this is, uh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not, not even close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, it's a twin stick shooter. So it's kind of like a procedurally generated thing where you play as one, uh, Nikola Tesla battling monsters of the Eldritch persuasion, mostly. Um, and they're like pretty fast paced levels. They're pretty small and they're usually going to come with like objectives for you. Like, you know, collect four of these pieces or destroy these six statues or whatever. And as soon as you complete the objective, you can just dip out of there. Um, but all the while you're collecting upgrades and currency to buy more upgrades and there's this like overworld map that you go to it's got like a lot going on for a a um, twin stick shooter that actually kept my interest for a lot longer than i thought it was going to uh, especially once you go down the line you can unlock other characters and shit it's it's pretty neat it's like 15 or 20 bucks so definitely worth the money there um and then i played shakedown hawaii which <laughs> is it's it's, it's a pretty paying, rad name. It's yeah, it's really fucking rad. Um, it's paying homage to old school um, GTA, so like top down GTA, um, and it's the sequel to Retro City Rampage. And in this one, you're obviously on an island in Hawaii, and you're this old um, video store magnate, and things are not looking good. Like things are going fucking downhill. So then you just start like committing crimes around the island, and the whole point of this game is like you and your son are 
taking over every business on this island just so you can a make money and b just control everything um it's got a lot of fucking charm to it again it's like a 15 dollar, 20 dollar game something like that uh definitely something i could waste some time with and just that added element of like not really city builder but that like strategy element of taking over these businesses and and you know essentially buying them and all that stuff was was pretty neat um and two more things i picked up on a whim on xbox game pass there's a game called sea salt and um right after i picked it up i saw <laughs> that it's like oh hey here's what's leaving game pass next month sea salt <laughs> <laughs> um they describe it as a reverse horror action game and i think that's pretty fucking apt um you play as as an old god and you're essentially your goal in this game is to get sacrifices like in the opening of the games like hey priest dude i need sacrifices here are the people i need oh by the way one of them is you um and the priest is like nah not me and he runs away um so you're controlling like hordes of minions around um in like a direct control sort of thing it's action strategy i guess um but you have like a cursor and then you're a little like you start out with worms and they all kind of orbit the cursor and you know you move it they move towards it all that sort of stuff um but as you go through you get other upgrades you can get like these little cultist dudes um who like run around with the worms and stuff and you just have to kind of strategically they run around with flags on their trucks a little bit um <laughs> You just have to strategically, you know, uh, place them and then you hold R2 and you attack. So they all converge on an enemy. Um, so ideally, you're going to surround that enemy, hold attack, and they're going to, you know, overwhelm them pretty quickly, that sort of stuff. Uh, it has boss fights, which I thought were really cool. And just like a really good looking pixel art style. Um, I had never heard of this thing before, but now I really want to play a lot more of it before February hits and I, I cannot play it anymore on on uh, that there game pass um and then last up hitman 3 just came out yesterday um how do i how do i put this um hitman 3 is real fucking good uh so i'm just gonna lay this out for you and i think at least some of you will appreciate this um so it's more hitman i'm, I'm i mean i'll just go ahead and say that up front uh you have a tutorial level play through that the first actual level in this game is like the most fucking knives out thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> you're in this, you know, obviously you have a target and you have a, in this particular mission, you have a target and you have a, um, a piece of Intel to pick up and that's your mission before you can leave. And you don't have to play it this way, but this is the way that the game's like, Hey, your first time through, you should totally do this. Um, as you're walking up to this really, really old style mansion, again, something straight out of knives out, you see this guy pull up and it's a, um, it's a private investigator. And you know, voice in your head oh, is like, "Hey, God, Daniel Craig, you should probably, <laughs> you should probably like see what's up with this private investigator." Um, so you end up, you know, taking his disguise, getting rid of his body, whatever, and then you go through, and the lady of the house, the the mother, faked her own death. Everybody showed up for the funeral, and she walks out, and she's like, "Hey, I'm alive," but also that night, her or the night before her son quote unquote killed himself so you have to find out what happened to the son and it's this thing of like you're interrogating people you're going through and looking for clues in these rooms and it's like i said it's it's total whodunit mystery it was a lot of fucking fun um and i can't wait to jump back in and do it in like a completely different way and see you know what else is fucking going on in there it's so it's not it's like the complete antithesis of actual Hitman. You're not doing. Hitman I was going to say we are talking about Hitman, right? No, it's, Forty-seven. It's you're Hitman. like planting. You're killing with the fugu, like. Yeah. No. No. Like so, I completed the investigation, and um, you know, long way to get to. Hey, I'm going to murder this lady. Um, so I sit down. And I'm like, hey, your daughter did it, and she's like, oh, that sucks. Um, anyway, I promise you a reward. What do you want? And I'm like, hey, I want that file I've been looking for. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, all right. You know, here you go. And then, so I take it and she's like, I need to be alone for a second. She walks out on the balcony and I walk out there and I push her over the fucking balcony. Like, that's just how it goes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you kill her though? She was my target. 
Why not? Oh, okay. I'm not going to okay. get into the story. I didn't realize that there was an actual target there. Yes. I thought you were just, okay. No, that's just one way to get to the target. And it's just like, it fleshes out this, this level just so much more than it ever has in the past. Um, okay. And then the second level. Um, so the, the story in these last three Hitman games has been actually really fucking good, uh, which is something I never thought I would say about Hitman games. Um, so I'm not going to spoil anything about that. But the second level, I'll just say you're in this like, german warehouse rave party and you're simultaneously being hunted and trying to hunt people that you do not know what they look like is probably the best way i could say it without saying it um really cool like really fucking cool just so many people you're just wading through crowds and looking for the right moment to just get somebody you know um yeah that's all, that's the only mission that you uh do in assless chaps too which is interesting yeah can do in essence. One of the disguises you just cover yourself in shit. Yep. And just go full buck naked, but only sunglasses so they don't know it's you. Really cool game so far. Um, a, more more of what made Hitman 2 a lot of fun, it seems. Um, just the, the creative ways that they've built these levels and the things for you to do in them and the ways you can like take these people out is cool. Like it, It's really fucking cool. And I just got so much fucking more excited for them to make that James Bond game. Like, wait, they're doing a James Bond game now. It's probably gonna be out before the movie. They're they're the ones who have been working on or, or just announced the James Bond game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm stoked. That game's good. I want to go play more of that. Um, but I think that's really like, it's really the stuff I did. I was gonna watch um. Uh, was it Promising Young Woman? Hear a lot of good things about that, but I haven't done it yet. Uh, who is in that? Um, I don't remember. Like, if I heard her name, I would know. Um, and Google says it is Carrie Mulligan and Bo Burnham. Oh, weird. What the fuck? It's a name I haven't heard in a while. And it's like a thriller. Go it's not figure. a comedy. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Adam Brody is in it. Um, Clancy Brown. Interesting. Okay. Allison Brie. Christopher Mintz Plus. Yeah. Man, Bo Burnham has come a long ways from making uh, racially stereotypical YouTube videos. I guess he has. About being in the KKK in his bedroom. He's apparently in that. That Sesame was a Street wild movie. time. What? <laughs> uh, along with Anne Hathaway and Chance the Rapper. And Chance the Rapper has apparently changed a bit in recent days. Oh, really? Like he, apparently, what does that, what, to, what does that even mean? Well, he went from like being this like, you mean like uplifting, positive days? dude. <laughs> Not recent days, like okay. in the re- like in the last year, he like went from being this like this like really um like uplifting positive always figure, and then was like suddenly just went to fucking arguing with his Twitter followers over constant shit. Look, everybody's got their breaking point, right? Yes. Well, uh, he probably just found his. That was actually a lot. Well, that is the show. That was a lot shorter of a show than I thought it was going to be. I know we have only been playing World of Warcraft, so World of Warcraft (laughs) is taking a toll on the show. Uh, I did. I did watch a Netflix documentary. I forgot to talk about called uh, "Have a Good Trip: Adventures in Psychedelics." That was pretty fun. Uh, It's basically just like interviews with comedians and other celebrities about their experiences with psychedelics it's narrated by uh uh nick offerman there's interviews with like sarah silverman and nick kroll sting uh wait and then there's like just had the history of swear words people over there (laughs) because and then they had funny like mid-roll stuff where adam scott was like there's sketches that are supposed to be like after school specials about how s- drugs are bad and he plays like a bad trip is his mm. character and it's a pretty funny bit. Uh, he is the living embodiment of a bad trip. 
Um, oh, I also. <laughs> all right. I like Adam Scott. He's yeah, fine. No, I, I do too. Um, two things. So, Trace, I finally watched um, Bully Coward Victim. That was all right. Oh, you did? That was, yeah. That was okay. Roy Cohn was such a fucker. Yeah, he was. Um, and then I watched <laughs> uh, HBO put out a two part Tiger Woods documentary, and it was good. Like it was. Do you feel bad for him having sex with all of those prostitutes? I mean, <laughs> it's it's that weird thing, right? Where you you get empathy for a person who you didn't or probably shouldn't um, because of the way they were brought up, because of things that happened in their childhood. Um, mm. And it, it's it's more sad than anything. Just you know, it it takes a look at him. You know, it, they have his first girlfriend on there. Um, and one of the things she like mainly talks about is like obviously their time together um and they they broke up shortly after high school i think it was and she's like yeah it's really you know you there was this kid who was like loved having fun and loved laughing and smiling and now you look at him now and he's just like this hyper serious like machine this fucking golf machine and you're like oh that is like kind of fucking sad especially since did his was, like, dad do that to him yeah 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 and his dad was also a um serial fucking sex machine as like well a, so, like a ser- oh, like so a, yeah, like that yeah. definitely was stuff like they were at the golf course when tiger was young and his dad would just like go off with some chick kind of kind of leads you into some stuff toll on one at what like age six or something like that yeah. and uh it's it was that's not normal if a kid is hitting hole uh getting their first hole in one that young that is not normal that kid it is a victim yeah no it, and it it only accelerated that you know um but yeah it was it's this like wild redemption story and you know i'm i'm someone who has followed tiger woods probably more than your your average person who is not in, at all interested in golf um and it really put a lot of that other stuff in perspective too because i i had it in my brain that like okay he had that car accident where he hit that tree right the the like night that everything came out at home and I had it in my brain that like he was immediately just shit afterwards, but he wasn't. Like he was still doing really fucking well, like handling all that stuff in his personal life, but also you know taking care of it professionally. And then it was just the injuries that that really sidelined him. And then watching him like come back from that was actually a really cool, really cool thing to see. Yeah, when he came back and won the Masters, mm-hmm. and like as a completely different person too. It was it's wild it's wild i don't you know it doesn't doesn't really paint him in like a hey you should feel bad for him it's kind of more of like yo he he here's how he was brought up here's the fucked up shit that he did and here's you know where his life is at now um and for me it was like okay you know he's he's pulling his shit together like you can't can't go back and change anything he fucked up he admitted he fucked up and now it looks like he's trying to do the right thing and that's that's cool by me i guess that's cool especially because we kind of live in a world now of like no redemption like we're redemption i mean for for certain things uh, absolutely yeah I i don't know that this is one of those that would get you know quote unquote canceled um right some infidelity especially you know pro athletes celebrities like that shit's fucking everywhere right like right like nobody chastised tristan thompson for cheating on chloe one of those kardashians i don't know Um, yeah and also that's like their own personal shit like people's intermarital bullshit is really nobody's business but theirs yeah but like if you're being racist like you might get fucked up right yeah But anyway, those are the other two things I watched. I recommend uh, Tiger. I don't necessarily recommend Bully Coward Victim. So just listen to that Behind the Bastards episode instead. Yep. That is a great Behind the Bastards. <clears throat> and that's a great show we just did. That is a great show. Yeehaw. You can find a link to uh, the Discord that we all live in practically in the show notes down below. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at GameQuestLog. And uh, yeah, we we're, we do a lot of posting on the socials, so make sure you follow us there. And uh, <laughs> I want to make sure. Maybe by I the got time this you hear here, this, I got this here little uh, guys. What's the reward this week? I'm gonna give them a reward every week. Oh, what? I don't even know what this. 
this week's reward is one free mythic zero run if you join the discord and play world of warcraft with us yeah so join our discord come play wow with us and we I'll will give you five hours of rocket league training Ooh, actually can i take you up on that yeah can i can i <laughs> sunday let's do it five hours your book Game quest technicals we're gonna record the whole thing we're gonna stream it it's gonna be great that's my goal is to get one aerial I mean, I got one aerial, one. but <laughs> it's probably going to sound weird that the music isn't playing yet. So take your award, get the fuck out. Oh, I assume the music's already playing over. Here. <laughs>